Our friends at Art of the Trek are working hard to research and add backcountry campsites to their public map. The good news is that you can add your own points of interest to the map and help your fellow adventurers plan their trips. Looking at their map, you'll see that they've finished entering named campsites in the U.S. That, that's pretty sweet. They'd really appreciate your help with entering dispersed backcountry tent sites in forests and wilderness areas across the country. The more remote and obscure, the better. To get started, head over to artofthetrek.com. Turn on some points of interest from the overlays menu and select the orange plus sign at the bottom of your screen to help your fellow hikers plan the best adventures possible. Welcome back. Happy New Year. Happy, happy uh, New Year, New You. New Year, New You. We are back 2023 on this special, special, I'm calling this the, uh, the Wild Card Weekend podcast. You know why? Because it's Wild Card Weekend. So we're repping. If you're wondering what team we're repping, and you're listening, we're rec- we're repping the Bengals. And uh, ironically, the game will be on during the stream. So uh, who day? Uh, shout out to our buddy Travis. Go Bengals! Um, cheers. This is hilarious. What your search history? Oh, on the YouTube account? Yeah, Miss Rachel. <laughs> Daniel Tiger. Uh, what else is on there? So I use the Shill Brothers YouTube account a lot of times as like my personal YouTube account. Yeah. And I have a... Occasionally I do. A toddler. And, you know, sometimes they're going to watch TV. And they're not necessarily going to watch the Shill Brothers. Yeah. We, we shut that door. Yeah. Um, so my uh, YouTube search history is uh, here. Can you can you pull it up? Here we go. It's uh, it's uh, Miss Rachel. <laughs> it's Daniel Tiger. Uh, Llama Llama has a Netflix show now. I don't know what that is. Llama Llama, Mm-mm. the bu- the book series. No, I don't know what that is. So what Netflix is doing? This is genius. Netflix is taking these like popular kids books and they're making television shows out of them. Yeah, that is smart. <laughs> that is smart. And I'm like, oh, it's just like a cash cow. Yeah. So you'll get to Llama Llama. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Okay. Can you not hear you? It's all right. It's a, it's really weird yeah. uh, listening to this through the hat, but we got to rep. Another thing I got to point out here. Check. Because you sound good. Because a lot of people make comments to me there's a lot of people who listen to this podcast only and don't realize that you can watch it on YouTube. And on the inverse, there's a lot of people who watch it on YouTube that don't realize that this is also like in podcast form. Yeah, save us for your road trips, folks. So like a lot of people like were like, Hey, I didn't realize you guys have the like a stuff. And I'm like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like we got the stuff. We got the stuff. Oh, we got some Bengals fans in the chat. Love it. Um Make sure uh, you turn on the Bengals game in uh, about 20 minutes. We will not be watching it live. Also, uh, in the great state of Ohio, you can sports gamble. So I've placed a cornucopia of bets on the Bengals game. (laughs) Um, uh, Raging from Joe Burrow passing yards to Joe Burrow rushing yards to covering the spread to all sorts of fun things. So go Bengals. Um... We got a bunch of updates. The biggest one was we got after, new packs. Well, I'm not there yet. After three years of dodging it, I finally, <laughs> I finally got COVID. So <laughs> the packs are bigger. If that's bigger than COVID, everyone's got COVID. Now. I dodged that virus since 2020, like, like super strong. And last Saturday. My wife, little scratchy throat, so she tests like on a whim. I don't, and she tested positive, and uh, I have tested positive, and our child didn't get it, so that was good. But finally, whatever strain they had going around here. Some type of Omicron. And I'll tell you what, though. I was like, you know what? I Let's just get it over with. This wave is coming. COVID cases are coming. This wave is coming. And I was like, you know what? Let's just get it over with. And uh, so I can live my life. Because you go, it's like in between the waves, you go through these like experiences where you're like, 
is COVID a thing still? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And then you get it. You're like, oh yeah, it's a thing. And then it's like, you know, once the case counts get to like X and Y numbers, then it's back in the news and then it's back. But, you know, it was, you know, it was, very, it was, it was inevitable. It was inevitable. I will say my personal experience with it was if I had to rate my top 10 worst colds of my life, this is probably like in the bottom third. Would you say you got it last summer, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There was a, there was like two days where it wasn't as bad watching a child while having it. That was terrible. <clears throat> Watching a child while having to do anything that requires any effort whatsoever <laughs> is terrible. Okay, there's nothing worse. Okay, so there's Andy and I are new parents. There's two t- terrible situations as new parents. One is having to watch a child while you're sick. However, I'll be curious what you think. Would you rather be sick and have to watch a healthy child or you be healthy and have to take care of a sick child. Me be healthy. I'd rather be healthy and take care of a sick child. Really? I'd rather be sick and just be able to curl up on the couch and like put the kid in front of Daniel Tiger. Because when the, when kids are super sick, you know, you got to like really take care of them. Not my son. No, you just like, huh? Here's a box of tissues. Yeah, no, he just runs around. Okay. The so, second, so if I'm chasing him, I'd rather be well. It's, but he's still like, then he doesn't get that. Then he hasn't been that sick. <laughs> he's been pretty sick. Um, the second situation, which is just as bad as the first situation, is having to watch a child when you're hungover. You oh, haven't had, have you had I, to do that? Oh, I made that mistake once. You only make ne- it once. Never again. You only make it once. Never again. My my alcohol consumption has gone so... When were you hungover? When you I had to watch I don't him? even remember. There was... And when I say I was hungover, I was probably like three or four drinks the night before. Wasn't like buzzed so you or weren't drunk like, or okay. anything. But I definitely was feeling feeling it the next day. And I have never been hungover since. Just because it's the worst? It That is by far <coughs> worse than taking care of a sick kid and all that stuff. Yeah. it it It's so bad that it... Almost necessitates getting a babysitter <laughs> the next day. Yeah. No, like you got to get a babysitter the night before because you're going out. No, it's it's so bad that I don't even like. I just don't. It's drink. not worth drinking. It's just not worth drinking. Yeah, agreed. It's one hundred percent. One hundred percent. Mike K weighed in. Sick and watching a healthy child for sure. I'm on that team. No, I'm opposite. Andy's on the opposite team because like when my child is sick. It's it, it it requires a lot of effort, you know. I mean, it's he's just now he's just ornery. We haven't we haven't discussed the worst situation is when what? you're sick and your child is sick. That, that was COVID. Yeah, luckily we've been able to like stagger our sicknesses in my household, yeah, that, so that, that that happened to us too. That usually one parent is healthy while the kid's sick, and then the other parent gets sick. But by that time, the first parent is getting healthier again. So you can like, you can rotate in and out. Yeah. When we had COVID, Alex had it right away. She was the one that initially got it. And she was like, she couldn't move for like two days. She was in bed. So I I had, I had Evan during that time. And then I felt the scratch. Like, oh God. (laughs) Oh no. Oh no. So she got to a point where she could like, she was fine. And then I went down. You know, very interesting thing for my COVID no sore throat. That was the first thing. That's the first thing for everybody. Yeah. I lost uh, taste as well. I lost taste for like... I was like three or four days. I lost taste for maybe a day. And uh, which I actually like for a day. I'm like, all right, I just eat like nutrient paste, I call it. I just make like shakes that have no taste. No, the worst The worst part about losing taste is like uh, mom dropped I know, a bunch I of know. really good food. I know. It's <laughs> like it's wasted. I know. I know, but it was, uh, luckily everyone's healthy and, uh, luckily my daughter didn't get it, which just means she got it at some other time. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, but anyway, the reason I bring that up is because last weekend we were supposed to go backpacking (laughs) and literally the morning of, I took a test and was positive. So we didn't go backpacking. We were supposed to go backpacking (laughs) that weekend because we tried to go backpacking 
the weekend before. And do you want to tell everyone what happened? Goddamn Mohican was closed without advertising it anywhere. So we uh, we get in the Subaru. We got our, my pack is still packed right here. We got the hot tent. We got the beers. We got the chainsaws. We got Sam. We're ready to roll. Fresh, fresh six inches of snow on the ground. It's like a perfect, perfect day to it go was winter a backpack. Winter backpack. And Beautiful snow. If if you recall in the Midwest, about uh, like the week of Christmas, right? In the Midwest just got absolutely hammered with really cold temps and like, you know, five to eight inches of snow, depending on where you're at. I'm talking about Ohio. So we're like, oh, this is going to be great. Good winter, winter camping. So we get in the car. We drive an hour and a half. We get to Mohican. And I'm surprised this is the first time this has really ever happened to us is we, we get there and it's closed. Um, you know, I'm calling out Mohican for their their bullshit now. Whoa, because, shots fired! Because and, and I, before Andy goes and tired, we mean I'm going on a rant. We're talking about Mohican. It's technically a state forest in Ohio. It's a very very popular backpacking spot. It's a great backpacking spot. Continue. It's not. Well, well no, sorry, it's, it's a terrible sorry. backpacking spot. It's it's a very good like it's pretty picturesque, and they have good camping there. If you can get a campsite. So explain the issue. So first issue with Mohican is that in order to legally backpack there, you have to stay at a designated campsite and you have to book a designated campsite. It is free, but you can only book it. And this is the problem when you're there. So you literally show up, you go to a kiosk, you see what campsites are available and then you book them. So if you're trying to do a loop or something like that, you have no idea where your your camping is going to be on the loop. And I, I should say another issue with this is this is a very, very popular place to backpack. Yeah, it is beautiful. It is really pretty. And for, there are 10 official backpacking sites. So anytime you want to go backpacking there, you're going to be gambling on if you can get a campsite or not. And by the way, and we've lost I, that gamble before and we've lost and it. we've stealth camp. We've had to stealth camp there before because we drove all the way there and there was no campsites available. We even asked a group if we could camp at their site and they said no with them. And it was a massive site. And by the way, we have reserved a site and we have had people show up to ours and we've allowed them to camp with us. The yeah. reservation system is a nightmare. And the fact that you have to drive there to, to reserve a spot and it's very, it's really like, I'm talking like in the winter, it's still crowded. Now we went this, this instance we're referring to, we went on a Tuesday. So we're like, we'll be fine. But like, I'll go there on a, and like, you know, December 20 degrees on a Saturday, and you drive up there, you know, an hour and a half from Columbus and all 10 sites are booked. Yeah. So that's, that's the main issue. Number one is that you, you don't even know if you can like get a campsite until you're there. So that's problem number one. Problem number two, and this is the second encounter we've had with something. We, we, it was a smaller issue before, is that this is now the second time where they've closed off either campsites or the whole place without telling anybody. Yeah, it was not, like, advertised on the website. And then you start calling around... And, you know, you get into the government bureaucracy of, like, you start to ask questions of, like, okay, when is this? So the reason it was closed this time was because of storm damage. They wanted to clean. They wanted to clean up the campsites, whatever that means. So I'm sure that there were some trees that got, were, that had fell. But, like, do you think every campsite? No, not at all. Not at all. You know, they were probably, like. What idiots are coming out here camping on a Tuesday after Christmas? So in then December? you, so like we were gonna like try to like we we're trying to ask questions, and of course, like you get transferred from one. We're like to so the we're, next. yeah we're like in the parking lot. We're staring at the the canceled thing, and we're just on the phone trying to talk to a ranger. Be like, okay, is there somewhere we can go? And another issue is, unlike Southern Ohio, there is nothing within an hour drive of Mohegan. Cause we initially like, Oh, we'll go somewhere else. But by this time it was like three 30 in the afternoon and we were like losing daylight and we're like, Oh, we'll just go the next weekend. And then I got COVID <laughs> and then we're going to the next weekend and then something popped up. And then 
we're going to go two weeks from now now. <laughs> so, <laughs> but the, the, the reservation system is an issue. If you're in Ohio and you go, Mohican's great, but if you're trying to backpack there, one, you got to go like, if you're going on a weekend, you got to go like early Friday, I would say. Cause by we've gone Saturday mornings and, and like everything's booked. So you just got to, it's just, you're rolling the dice and it's an hour and a half away and it just gets really crowded and it sucked. <laughs> yeah. That's like this. That's the third time we've had some type of issue there. So I, they, it's, it's just so dumb. They need to change it to group camping at those sites or something. It's annoying. Yeah. So I th- what I thought, um, uh, we, we should, another thing we want to talk about on this live stream, I should go get it, is we got sent new packs from Light AF. He uh, redid, redid, is that the right word? Yeah, I got the list. Andy will get the specs up. He uh, rejuvenated his Ultra pack. Yeah. And Super nice. sent us them. They're really nice. And Andy will get up the... Uh, we're going to tell you what's new about them. Uh, there's one specific edition that is amazing that I really No, like. I actually think there's two editions that are really awesome. Okay, we'll, we'll list off the... Uh, in fairness to Light AF. Okay, so if you're li- in the market for a Light AF pack for an Ultra one, here's what's new about the 2023 model. Uh, taller side pockets by an inch and a half. We made our side pockets. I didn't know that. So they're refer- he's referring to like you know the water bottle. Yeah, we made the inch side- and a half. Inch and a half. Good. We made the side pockets taller. Sometimes o- the water bottles do kind of only on the back or side against the mesh pocket to help secure your water bo- water. Yeah, bottles. that's a good. That's a good. The that's u- a good one. User side stays the same height for the same easy access. You know and love. And we're gonna have a first look video on these. Yeah, we got We just haven't had a chance to use it. Have a chance to use it. New easy to use webbing. It's actually adjustable, so more adjustable webbing okay. on the sides. Yeah, is that is that the the thing on the sides? I think so. Okay. Uh, the biggest notable noticeable change is upper side pockets. Yeah. So like, think on the the side of the side of the pack where you've got water bottles down here. He put like a little pouch on the top of the side, which is on both sides. Both sides. It's amazing. It, it it adds nothing to the weight and, and it's mesh and it's mesh. It's it's imagine it's just like the back of the pack, the mesh on the back and it wraps around on the side a little bit for little pockets at the top. And it's great for stuffing things in. Yep. Uh, it's amazing. You wouldn't think a little minor thing like that is such a quality of life improvement. Yeah. Uh, number four change ultra stretch mesh is standard on all packs now. Oh, frozen's in here. Yeah. Number five, adjust. I like this is the second change that I really like. Adjustable shoulder strap pockets are now standard on all packs. So, yes, I like that as well. So the uh, water. I'm bottle, just gonna get the pack and yeah. show people this. Yeah. I told you to. Yeah. It's all loaded full of. <laughs> it's packed. Just dump it. Okay, hold on, hold on. Those are there's the side. Yeah, that's the side. That's the side pouch. The top side. side. There's this is the water bottle holder. Water bottle holder, side pouch. Yeah. So. uh, Not really. Uh, I'm I'm narrating. So he's got a lantern in there, and the other side has it as well. Yeah. Other side. There you go. It's uh, it's where you put your liquor. It's where you put your liquor. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> Perfect. Um, show the uh, adjustable water bottle pouches. Yeah. So. So this was a big. I, right here. Yeah. So it's h- kind of hard to see there, but there's a cinch on there on there now, yeah. and that's uh, actually something. Uh, when we were in California, I was using this like uh, soft flask in there, and um, I was really wishing that they would have that 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 mod would have been there because it would have hold the would have held it in place better so that's cool to see that that's awesome so we were talking earlier uh so on the back of the side pouch yep that's an inch and a half taller but still lower where the user is so it's easier to get in and out oh yeah this mesh 
Now, here's my question about this mesh. It's got hot tennis. Yeah. You can't... Uh, on the it's other right. mesh, on the other meshes that we've used, you can see through it. This one, you can't. Is, am I going to like that? I don't... Am I going to... I am I going to dislike it? I have no idea, but it's I'm used to like seeing everything that's in the mesh, you know. Andy brought up, yeah, good thing. This new mesh, it's great. It feels really good. I, I like feel, it. Yeah, it's but way I, it's it's really I I like I liked the ability to see through the mesh. That was like somewhat helpful. Um but I like it anyway. So I don't know if you can hear, but this, the side pockets are great. What, what did we cover? All the differences, the, the new, the new ones. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, it was the adjustable webbing, taller side. Yeah. Outdoor adventures. Uh, did you see his comment? No. You can put your weed in there, <laughs> <laughs> but that's for the liquor. It's so like a little, like a little, like like flask or like a little water bottle with some spirits like it fits perfectly in that in that little like it's always top. on the outside of the pack it's always on the outside it's good I, that's a i don't that's a kind of an ingenious thing I, I don't know i really like it um so anyway we got those and that's such a weird comments now all right <laughs> oh, i use a two liter bladder for liquor <laughs> well, we want to go backpacking with you <laughs> um, so we got those Mine is literally still, uh, literally still packed with the hot tent loadout. From I was like, literally last Saturday, got the everything is like I'm getting in the car and my wife is taking a COVID test and it's positive and I'm just like, oh, and these are the these are the I forget the how many liters they are. They're either thirty eight or forty. I think they're forty. Forty liter frame. The main, yeah, they're framed. They're basically like a a slight uh, new new take on the packs we got last year from him. So, uh, yeah. Shout out to him to light AF to light AF to Chris. Great stuff. I wonder what his lead time is now. I meant to look that up too. It's probably know. super right. So, you know, light eight, light, like there's a lot of great pack manufacturers out there. And now I have, I have Z packs. I have still have my arc hall. Um, I, we've got, I've got three light AF packs now. And then I've got the, uh, what's the other ones that we have? Um, Devin sent us uh, Waymark. Yeah, the Waymark, which is awesome. So between the two of us, we have, I think, 12 packs now. Yeah. Do you have a Gossamer gear pack still? Uh-uh. We're going to give away some gear at well, some point. Uh, well, the Gossamer gear gorilla is in Nevada. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so I thought, though, I thought we could use this new pack as a jumping point to discuss our 2023 backpacking plans. I don't have it. We haven't talked much about it. That's what we're going to talk about right now. Okay. So here's the deal. Well, and I, I also bring this up because... I want to watch some, like, Bear Attack videos or something. <laughs> Listen, I got to take a break <laughs> from discussing people getting murdered. Although there was an article on Outside.com. I didn't realize a 19-year-old got uh, died in New Hampshire this year, yeah, this past year. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. I didn't know about that. Yeah. Um, man, a freaking... This is not backpacking related, but this, that plane in Nepal... Did you see that? No. What's that? A plane, uh, Yeti Airlines, a Nepalese airline plane went down yesterday. Oh, jeez. And, uh, yeah. And, you know, it's even cr just nuts. I didn't watch it, but, like, people on the plane, because it, it was very low to the ground when this happened, but there's, like, live video of people on the plane that's, like, you can watch. Like, people were, like, streaming it. Or like taking videos and oh. stuff. I didn't watch that. Like that's a little much for me. I already don't like flying, <laughs> you know. But I, I was, um, I was like, you know, you can't go a day without hearing about something terrible happen. Yeah, I was like Yeti Airlines too. It's a good name for an airline. Is it in Nepal? <laughs> I wouldn't take it seriously. So anyway. 2023 backpacking back plans. Another reason to bring this up is permitting season for out west is either now or it's very soon. A couple months. So, what do you want? What kind of backpacking do you want to do this year? Man, uh, you know, there's obviously if we continue, like we need to have a Colorado trip, like our annual. You want to do that every year? I mean, it hasn't failed us yet. 
Would you want to go, where would you want to go in Colorado? I don't know. See, the problem with Colorado now is that we're getting to stretches of the Colorado Trail that are logistically harder to get to now. We're getting the deep, time, deeper in there. Yeah, with the amount of time that we can we can use for it. I Okay, one of my favorite parts of this of the whole United States is the upper peninsula of Michigan. I'd like to get back up to the UP at some point. What do you, what, where up there? I don't know. We've done the, the big things. I know. I know, but it's just so pretty up there. It's so far. I know. It's so far. You can't fly there. I know. I'm now all about flying to go backpacking. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, uh, you know, I, I would like to do, to try, you know, last year we tried to go to, we had permits for Yosemite, but we couldn't do it because of the fires. Um, See, and this brings up the issue with the out west thing. Yeah. Is, what do you do? Do you just have three permits? Because we had two permits last year, and we were a week away from not being able to use both of them. Yep. And so I just don't know, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Is just get three permits. Okay, do you get four? What do you stop at? Do we just, does every single person of us have a different hiking, hiking permit? Yeah. Cause like literally we had two, two California permits, like four hours away from each other. So totally different parts of the state. And we couldn't use the first one because of a fire. And the one we could use like three days after we hiked out completely unhikeable due to fires. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what to do. It's like, do you just do you just get three permits that span like like five hundred miles? So like you know one geographic area is going to be good to go. Let's just uh, let's just rent an RV. Just do an out west trip. Uh, not no. <laughs> <laughs> like not backpack. Yeah. Just get an RV. Yeah. Like the all gas no brakes guys. Yeah. Like like 1-800-RENT-RVs or something. And just think go. they sponsor us? Yeah. We could do a... It would be fun to do a RV podcast. We'll get Starlink. It'd be <laughs> kind of cool. Uh, yeah. Inyo, I, I, Inyo National Forest Permits are going fast. So this is... A, I, I would like to... I would like to do this. Maybe this year. Instead of... Um, I would like to go to an area in the mountains and spend a few days at... Very, very low mileage and do fly and fly fish. We have discussed this sort of trip many times. Yeah. Is backpack up, do this this is the kind of trip we're talking about, which just sounds amazing. So you take, let's say it's a four day, let's say it's a four four night, five day backpacking trip. So you're taking a fishing setup and you're hiking up to a lake the first day. That next day you're just fishing all day. Mm-hmm. Day three, you hike to New Lake. Then you fish all day. Then you hike maybe out or you hit do one more, but like do like a base camp style trip where we hike somewhere and we just have a day. Just I just want one day to chill out. None of these days of, oh, okay, we got to go hike 15 miles yeah, but, but and 6,000 vertical feet. That, that sounds great and all, but unless you have an activity, you just get so bored. Well, that's why we're fishing. Yeah. But okay, you could also do that sort of trip and just day hike. I would also like to do that. Is hike up to a beautiful picturesque lake and the next day just do some quick hikes mm-hmm. or some peak bags or something. You know? Yeah. Just have a day where you don't have to tear down camp, you know, and it's just there and you can like kind of lollygag around. Cause I feel like when I'm out there. I see a lot of people doing that kind of trip. And I'm always like, I wish I was doing that. <laughs> well, why are we doing 18 miles you know, today? <laughs> why, why am I doing this? Like, there's no reason why we should have to hike 60 or 70 miles in four days up there, you know? Yeah, especially like when we were in Desolation, it's just all just like beautiful. Desolation, it's like, that's what everyone's doing. It's like, it's like there's like eight beautiful alpine lakes and everyone just hikes up to a lake, you know, just read a book or, or journal. <laughs> we could record a podcast up there. Just do something that's not just like mindlessly crushing miles every single day. But I mean, I liked, I didn't mind the crushing miles because I like, I mean, that area is just so new for me and it's just so incredible. But 
I mean, walking by those like blue crystal. Yeah, and mountains. people are like swimming and sunbathing and you know hanging out with their dogs and like cooking and we're just like well we're just gonna hike keep hiking yeah i'm like why are we doing this to ourselves i don't know so i'd like to do something like that although we we have said we'd like to do something like that literally every single year and we never have this is part of the problem though is and yosemite a lot of people were doing that yeah part of the problem though is that like the regulations are so high and it takes so much research and, and it's just, it like, does take a lot, especially if you're fishing. Yeah. It takes a lot of research and logistically it's just a little challenging. So like, it's helpful to like have somebody that knows how to do that. Yeah. Stuff. But it's like, it's doable. Mm-hmm. It's not like we couldn't do it. Sure. Sure. You just got to invest some time. Yeah, absolutely. Cause I, I, when I was in Yosemite two years ago, every single person hiking up in the mountains had a fly rod on them. And I was like, you know, what am I missing here? Like, is this what you're supposed to be doing up there? And now I'm not. Yeah. Every single person had a fly rod setup, walking up there. And then I'm like, do I want to smell like fish? There's just bears everywhere. There's bears everywhere up there and no one's cooking them. That's the thing. If we're fishing, I would like to eat some fresh fish. Yeah. And then that, that's a whole other thing. Then you know, it's, it's more equipment. It's gross. Just a knife. Well, you know, we got to bring the seasonings and the foil. Yeah, but, but, but you can't have a fire. That poses an issue. Well, you're just doing like a frying pan over a canister stove. And that's 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 doable. I don't even care about that. I, I just you can have it. fires in Yosemite. Shockingly, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it's incredible. It's so weird. It's so weird. When we so this is the story. I was in Yosemite two years ago. And we did a four night trip there with my brother-in-law and in, in the like regulations, like obviously out West, we are just always assume no campfires ever anywhere out West, Colorado, Nevada, California, like no fires. It's just, it's, it doesn't exist anymore. No fires. And it's literally in Yosemite, like the epicenter of forest fires. (laughs) They're like, no, you can have fires. It just has to be. Only in certain areas and only at certain elevations. And so the first night I was like, and I was, I was literally like, are you serious? Like I, I, I went up to the ranger and I was like, Hey, I read this. I was like, we're not planning on having any fires. I'm not bringing any fire making stuff, but like, like, can I have fires up there? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, he's like, yeah, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. It's like kind of hard to believe. And I was like, okay. So in Yosemite, we had a roar. And I, let me tell you, Starting a campfire in those out west areas that are dry as shit is so easy. Yeah, that's the <laughs> It's so easy. I took a Dorito and I lit it with the lighter. This is in our Yosemite video. You can check it out. And I just like stuck it under a log and everything is so dry. And it just, you know, within five minutes, you have this like massive bonfire. And you're like, you know, I, uh, yeah. And that's, this is a great, okay. This commenter, ELRO5. Yeah. Great point that just got brought up. You can have fires and you can't carry bear spray. And I've been trying, because obviously on that trip, I was carrying bear spray. Yeah, you got called out for it. Yeah, and they were cool about it. They were totally cool about it. But then I was trying to understand why would you ban bear spray? And there's only there's only two reasons why I can think you would. They're habituated to it? Uh, that could be reason two. Reason one is people have been accidentally macing themselves. Oh, wow. But, or bears habituating to it. Now that's interesting, but it wouldn't matter if you've banned it. It's like, it wouldn't matter. Cause no, I mean, I don't know. Like when I say well, it, other well, than oh, people macing themselves accidentally, why would yeah. you ban bear spray? Wait, habituating to it doesn't make sense because you, it's not like they're going to well, be okay with it. Then I was like, it's California. Do you think they're banning it? Cause like litter trash. No, it's like, it's, it's bad for the bears, but they're killing problem bears out there. So it's like, I, I cannot, I'm sure there is a real, maybe, maybe, maybe since there's no grizzlies and it's just like really, you know what? I'm going to Google it because there has got to be a real reason why they ban bear spray. And I cannot for the life of me because figure out why, because they're black bears. Maybe they're not black bears. They were. They're brown bears. They're not grizzlies. Okay, here we go. Oh my god. 
Okay. The most California reason. So a couple, I Googled, why does Yosemite ban bear spray? Don't want to harm the bears. Okay. This is from myyosemitepark.com. So I don't know if this is affiliated. Bear spray is considered a weapon according to the park's regulations. And according to Yosemite's official website, the possession, use, or discharge of bear spray, pellet guns, and BB guns in Yosemite National Park is prohibited. That infers that the banning of bear spray is indeed because it is deemed a weapon. Because they're including it with BB guns and pellet guns. But what about firearms? Rangers from Yosemite Park say there isn't a need for the spray. We could debate that. The park (laughs) doesn't have grizzlies. That's fair. Yeah. Even though 500 bears roam the park. Now, this is interesting. Yosemite, this is pretty cool, actually. Yosemite has never reported a bear-on-human attack. They do GPS. They do track them. I still, uh, yeah, I'm still, uh, yeah. They're basically saying if you practice proper bear country etiquette, you don't need bear spray. If you're doing everything right, proper food storage, staying on trail, camping in appropriate areas, you won't need bear spray. So I still, so do you think that it's because they think it's a weapon? Well, I think, I think there's probably a combination. Here's a, here's a trip advisor. This is great. Trip advisor is the best, by the way. There is a trip advisor comment. What? Bear spray illegal? I'm flabbergasted. <laughs> okay, here we go. I mean, yeah. That they're saying the same thing. You just don't need it. Yeah, but if it just because okay. And this is what kind of drives me nuts. Okay, I get it. Maybe that there's there's some good data to show that it's not needed there. But does that mean it's illegal? I believe it is. No, no, I mean, but I no, I mean, as in like, so a lot of now I'm very happy that a lot of people are having the same reactions. No, no, I'm, no, I'm no. Having. The point I'm trying to make is that like, okay, get it. There's never been a what documented case of bear attacking a human, right? So since you don't need to carry bear spray, let's just make it illegal. That seems like what right is the do. harm in letting people right. carry bear spray? Right. It's so dumb. That's what I don't understand. I, I, there's probably not a whole lot of litter from bear spray. Like, it's probably no, not, not compared to like actual litter from people, right? And so, let's say like you get, you, let's say you accidentally bear mace somebody. Like, yeah, it's gonna suck for that person, but they're not gonna die most likely. Yeah, it's just interesting. I mean, I could see them being like, we don't recommend it. Yeah, yeah you don't yeah. need it. But to outwardly ban it and say it's illegal, it's like what, something had to. I just it doesn't in my rational brain, because because if if everything was the case, we're saying wouldn't you say, hey, we don't recommend you take it, but if you want to take it, maybe take they're it. thinking because it's like one of the largest parks that's visited that they don't want like just again it doesn't make any sense though they just don't want a ton of people walking around with it because they're afraid of what. It's super interesting. I would, uh, the bear lobby is suppressing the attacks. (laughs) Oh, here we go. It's not illegal to possess it, but it is illegal to discharge it. No, because you got, you got called out for possessing it. That's true. Uh, outdoors podcast. I did get called out by the Rangers for carrying it and they were cool though. They, <laughs> this, this is the other thing. It's like, well, why even have it if you're not going to enforce it? Why even? Because these people are like, this is stupid. It was, it was so cool. This guy's like, just he's like, just put it on the inside of your pack, man. <laughs> That's what he said. Yeah. He's like, just put it on the inside of your pack, and we'll be none the wiser. I was like, yes, sir. <laughs> Don't find me. <laughs> they, we did get checked, though. I got checked multiple times. The only times I've ever gotten permit checked, and you didn't last summer, which is surprising, is in California. Always get permit checked. We got permit checked in Wyoming. We did? Yep. I don't remember that. Yeah, coming out. Oh, we did. It was free. It's a free permit. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We did. Okay, so we got permit checked in Wyoming. but We got permit checked in, this is kind of cheating, but we got permit checked in Isle Royal. Yeah, that's dumb. I'm gonna take a five hour boat ride. Well, we got permit checked because like when you get there, you have to Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
But I'm like, do you think I would get on this five hour boat ride if I wasn't allowed to go in here? You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's free and you can get and it's per- free and, and you get a permit on and you get it there. Yeah. 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 Then you know what? This is where the libertarian in me is like, what are we doing with all this permitting? <laughs> yeah. Don't even get me started. I paid, oh. I paid my property taxes the other day. No, no, hold on. If you want to. <laughs> Don't even get me started. Oh man. I, I listened to some article about like national park fees. And like the vendors that they use to collect that fee and how much money they take out of that fee versus what actually goes to the national park. So let me get this saying. You're uh, saying, and is this all parks? I forget the vendor. So, so the, there's like a third party vendor that, that they that's, hire that's, that collects the payments. Yeah, that's contracted to the entire National Park Service. And when there are certain fees associated with certain places and how that how that fee is collected and what percentage goes to the vendor versus the actual national what it, how bad is it it's real bad i'll send you the article like we'll just ballpark it like you don't have to look it up i, I don't you can be plus or minus 30 percent yeah it's is like, it like half yeah it's like half so like it's just people skimming off the top yeah so it's you know some lobby that got the contract through the government that collects that handles all the transactions is it like a consulting firm? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks. Um, oh, this is great. Uh, California. No person shall purchase, possess, or use any pepper spray that contains... So, oh, wait, wait, wait. So I was under the impression that this was a Yosemite-specific rule. It's not. I didn't know that this was a California. I've certainly carried bear spray in more California areas other than Yosemite. Interesting. That is so California, you know? Yeah. Um, all right. But we want to go backpacking there this year. <laughs> I mean, it is goddamn beautiful. Yeah, Andy's never been to Yosemite. I mean, for all the crap we're talking about, Yosemite is incredible. Um, like, absolutely incredible and well worth going. And, hey, you'll save a pound because you don't have to carry bear spray, you know? I wish I would have known that. This was on the fourth day of my trip. I carried a pound all week unnecessarily, you know? Um, Brittany Collins, I did Angel's Landing in November and got permit checked four times in one day. That is nuts. Isn't that, but Angel's Landing, that's like super popular. It's super scary. Is that the one in Utah? I don't know. I've, I've heard, heard of it. I've seen the pictures of it. I've seen, the, I've seen GoPro footage of someone doing Angel's Landing, and I was like, I literally never want to do that. Yes. <laughs> That's one where like, somebody dies every year. I don't know. I think it's, it's in scary. Utah. It's scary. But I do think it's like super popular, so it kind of makes sense that they would, uh, they would permit check. This is an interesting, interesting comment by Jim's Adventure Journal, because this area we're looking at this year, Sequoia Kings Canyon is better than Yosemite. That's good. In my opinion. That is good to know, Jim. And throw us your trip recommendations for that area. You might as well just plan the trip for us. (laughs) You don't do that. You don't do that. We can do that on our own. But throw us some nuggets because we are looking at the Kings Canyon. I've never seen those freaking... I'm kind of obsessed with big trees. Yeah. And I've never seen those sequoias or the redwoods. California just has massive trees, man. It's yeah. so weird. Uh, and I want to see those big trees and it'd be cool to go like backpacking in them. So uh, we have the Sequoia King Canyon area on the map for one. of. We're thinking this year we're going to get three permits. We're going to get a Yosemite permit. We might get some sort of Lake Tahoe permit and we're going to get, we were looking at something like the Sequoia's permit and then just go where the conditions are the best. Cause you have to, cause two out of three will be shut down with wildfires. Um, yeah. Angel's landing is in Zion. Yeah. 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 I knew that was in Utah. Okay. Um, all right. Oh, Jacob Poutras here. What's up? Um, yeah. Uh, just, okay. Oh, comments are coming in. Yeah, these are good. Sequoia Kings Canyon is full of bears. <laughs> Can't carry bear spray. There's another comment that said, all banning bear spray is going to do is increase the amount of people carrying firearms. And I feel like that's probably true. Yeah. Well, I, what are, what are uh, national park laws or national forest laws in California for firearms? It can't be. They can't be pro-firearm. I bet they allow hunting. No, I, I bet they allow no hunting way. some of them, though. 
In the national forests, probably. Yeah. Not in the national parks. I'd be shocked. Um, no, it, you can assume if California is, if there's any place in the literal world that's going to ban firearms, it's going to be California. <laughs> um, oh, saw three bears in two days in Sequoia Kings Canyon. Okay. Uh, Ethan shoot did my first below freezing overnight last night with my brother in Mammoth Cave. Fun area if you like views. I've heard of that place, sharing horse trails and carrying all your water. That's that is a classic facet of winter backpacking for us is carrying all our water. It's it's doable for an overnight. All right, Bangles up three zero. All right, I'm a you know just for fun because if you're in Ohio, by the way, if you're in Ohio, we can sports gamble now. I'm going to read you my. Bengals bets. Yeah. And I'll even, you know what, for full transparency, I'll read you the amount. Because <laughs> okay. I don't bet that much. All right. Are you into this yet? No, I don't care. Okay. For, ooh, this is this is an expensive bet for me. And the real gambling addicts will, will laugh when I say this is an expensive bet. For $15, I have a two-way. Burrow has 225 pass yards and the Bengals win. So $15 pays out $33. Nice. I've got a another Bengals eight Bengals win Bengals cover the spread eight and a half and over 40.5 total points. So we want some scoring. I've got Joe Burrow over 265.5 yards passing. I feel like that's a good bet. Mm-hmm. I've got another parlay. I've got Joe Burrow. Over 12 and a half rushing yards. 12 and a half rushing yards. That's one scramble. He's got long legs. And then I bet the over separately. So 10, 20, 30. I've got I've got $45 on this game. That's Jeez. a lot that's, for me. That's, that's not a lot for like real gamblers. Like I have friends that won't bet below $500 per Jesus. bet, which is absolutely insane to me. My bets are all between 10 and $20, but I have like three or four of them. Uh, and I never, I made the decision when the sports gambling started and we've been, I've been a sports gambling, you know, in legal states for a while, but I made the decision that I'm only going to gamble on games. I actually care about. I'm not just going to gamble on a lot of random stuff. Mexican soccer. No, I do gamble on tennis with our sister, but that's about it. But, uh, so I didn't do any gambling on any of the playoff games and I just put like three or four bets in the Bengals games. So. Who day? Let's get some rushing yards for Burrow. Let's get some passing yards for Burrow. Let's have, score some points. <laughs> Let's keep it going. Ring the bell. All right. Okay. What do we got next? A lot of good suggestions here. Okay. Um, I have heard. I've. I've. I really would like to go to Big Sur. Yeah. Um, I really would like to go to Big Sur. I've never heard of it as a backpacking destination. I haven't either. Um. God, freaking California, man. California is, as much as I dislike aspects of that state, it is, you know, someone described California this way, and it's like, this is so true. California is like that just super bitchy, annoying, super hot chick. Like, just aspects of her kind of suck, but it's just beautiful, you know? California from a geography and topography has got literally everything. It's got the most beautiful mountains. It's got beaches. It's got lush forests. It's got great skiing. It's got great skiing. It's, it's got everything, but it's just, it's so expensive for us in Ohio. It's such a pain to get out there. It's not, easy once you're out there you know it's a big state you got to get around but man when you get to those places it's like i get it it's the hot chick (laughs) you know i get it yeah when you cut through all the legal tape and you get all the permits and you read all the rules and you get inspected 12 times i know when you finally get on the trail it's like gorgeous untouched beautiful trails great scenery just beautiful i mean just classic beauty you know like Ansel Adams and John Muir, they were onto something out there. Um, very, very pretty. Uh, okay, we're getting some great recommendations. Oh, Machu Picchu and Kilimanjaro. Uh, 
That's real. That's like the real deal. My wife's done Machu Picchu. Um, and uh, John Kelly's done Kilimanjaro. Yeah. Um, but uh, we're going to go to California. We're going to go to Colorado. I'm more... I'm more... <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to allow this comment. Mountains, deserts, forests, greens, and shitty rules and prices. Yep. Yes. And if you were curious... Any comment, I didn't turn this setting on. Any comment that has a square word goes to us for review, and most of the time we allow them. <laughs> All right, so put California, put Colorado aside. We're going to do at least two other real trips. Where do you want them to be? Well, now these have to be in driving distance. Yeah, but driving distance is a loose term. I like know. eight hours is within driving distance. Yeah. And an eight-hour radius of us... You can hit, great thing about Ohio, you can hit almost the entire, like, eastern seaboard. Okay, so I'd like to do, I'd like to get on the AT again. <laughs> okay. All right, Frozen. We'll, you get we'll give one. you one, Frozen. Okay. We'll give you one. We're keeping track. <laughs> I'd like to get on a section of the AT, but I don't want to do it when, like, the AT is in, like, full bloom and, like, there's a million people on the AT. I kind of want to do it during that. No, no, what about this? What about this? We've talked about doing this. What about we go there? Let's, okay, let, here's this. Let's say we're going to go to the AT in the late spring. We're, we've done the Mount Rogers thing. I don't want to do Mount Rogers. Right. We've done the Smokies. What part of the AT do you want to go I, to? I have no idea. Well, think. I don't know. Like Maine. <laughs> or like New Hampshire or... Okay, but what about going there? Let's do the worst, most boring part of it. No, I'm not doing that. We can just hike <laughs> in Ohio. <laughs> we can just hike in Ohio. No, 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 no. <laughs> watching, especially watching Frozen's, I have literally no interest in hiking in the Pennsylvania AT at all. <laughs> like none. But I think it would be fun to go down there, you know, three, four nights, and then do a day or two of trail magic. Somewhere popular. Hmm. You know, we'll bring the Coleman. You know, we'll like grill up burgers. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, it would be. We it could film be. it. Yeah. You know, that'd be fun. We could live stream it. Yeah, it would be. It would be. Um, okay. AT's, okay, what else? I just don't like being around like 50 million hikers. I mean, we, we don't have to go to trail days. No, I know. <laughs> God, no. <laughs> Um, all right so what's the second trip then dude i'm telling you man i, I like i want to figure out like i want to go to michigan somewhere. i do want to go to allegheny forest by the way yeah. there's a lot of good stuff in pennsylvania non-at that we need to do yeah, yeah and it's close i, I want to go to michigan i don't know where and Mich the problem with michigan <coughs> is the really awesome stuff in michigan is a really long haul i would like to do the land between the lakes in Kentucky. Yeah. I would like to do some aspects of Pennsylvania we just talked about. I, I've i never done the Virginia Triple Crown. Uh, I don't want to do that. I know. I don't really either. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be upset about going back to the, the North Carolina, mm -hmm. not Linville Gorge, but like, that area. In mm -hmm. fact, I would actually go back to certain parts of Linville Gorge for sure. Yeah. Um, and that's fairly drivable. Yeah. Um, there's also some interesting stuff in Maryland that I think would be kind of cool. And West Virginia, obviously. So there's Arkansas. See, oh, I never think about going. No, 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 look at this. If you pack raft, Michigan has some good options. That is just the next. Yeah. Great fishing in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yeah. And I, once again, I want to do this. We say this every year. I want to do like a kayak trip or a canoe trip. I want to do something like that. And we say it every year and it never happens. Packraft would fall into that genre as well. Yeah. So I would like to do something like that. Um, we got invited on a kayak trip last year. We could go. I'd like to do that. Um, and another place, you know, where I, you know what I'd like to do? Minnesota. Mm -hmm. Never done it. Go to go to the Boundary Waters, do a canoe trip. Or the Superior Hiking Trail. Yeah. Something like that. If we're driving all the way to Minnesota, we're doing a canoe trip. And, and, and that is the problem. It's less time to fly to California. I know. I know. Literally. I know. And so, like... You can't, are, like, right, right, you can't, like... 
you can you could fly to what Duluth like you can't you can't fly there you fly to like the Twin Cities and drive but what's it from the Twin Cities it's like six or seven hours from I, there isn't I it I don't know so it's like well, I, well I can fly I can be in California in eight you know it's a little more expensive but there is there is nothing that appeals to me about a 14 hour car drive anymore no no, no. We're we've flying. done that a few yeah. times, and that's why we started going to Colorado because we're just like, let's just fly somewhere. It's like it's like a two hundred and thirty dollar two hour flight to go to Denver. Yeah, I'm like, mm. spending fifty to hundred dollars and seeing a car fourteen hours, or spending two hundred dollars and getting in a plane for two hours, <laughs> and I'm doing that every single time. Yeah, yeah. and that's where we started flying. <laughs> a lot of people. Santa do Virginia Triple Crown. I don't want to do it. Frozen says it's worth it. Just don't stay on the AT. That's probably good advice. Maybe Frozen will take us and he can be our tour guide. That would be fun. Frozen, we got to go back out there. Hey, Mark says kayak Vesuvius. <laughs> <laughs> don't think we haven't thought about I that. Don't think we... There are actually one <laughs> or two great, great campsites on Lake Vesuvius <laughs> that I think you could only get to. And people are kayaking in there. So don't tempt us. Don't tempt us. Um, I've actually, well, Mount Rogers is in Virginia. I was like, I've never done any backpacking in so Virginia, but Mike, I have. Mike's, Mike, Anderson, Mike Anderson said Mount Hood in Oregon. I know. We've been wanting to go to Oregon a long time. And Brenton Jones, Texas is an underrated backpacking destination. I could see that. And our dad's in the chat. I've only ever heard people crap on Texas for backpacking. What about like in the winter though? No, this is cool. Like, I, I like the desert vibe. Like, I mean, I mean, by desert, I mean, like, I mean, like, like Red Dead Redemption, like cowboys. I mean, like that kind of desert. It's flat. After the Colorado trip, I was like, where? I was literally like on my phone, touchdown bangles. Yes. I was literally like, where can we backpack that is super flat? And the only thing I could think of is pictured rocks. Yeah, pictured rocks is the is the most level backpacking. I've and it's ever not done. like it's level for forty miles. Yes, <laughs> it's incredible. And I, but I was like, there's got to be like in the Great Plains, in like South Dakota. The Dakotas also, I bet, have fantastic backpacking. But like, where can I go? We've gone. That's true. It wasn't flat though. No, not flat at all. Where can we go backpacking and it's flat? <laughs> you know? Just flat. Florida, I, the Florida I Trail? I don't even care if it's pretty. The Florida Trail? <laughs> Is it? It's flat, right? Yeah. Now, here's the problem with the Florida Trail. Every person I've watched... Every person I've watched do it is you're like in knee just or, or waist high water. Just a, just a section of it. That's, I don't, that's, it's like miles of it though, yeah, right? Yeah. And like, okay, we got pythons, we got alligators, we got God knows what in that water. You're going to get trench foot. Have you watched, have you watched, speaking of trench foot, have you watched All Quiet on the Western Front? Yeah. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. And then none of that sounds. I read the book. None of that sounds good. You know, I didn't realize till like five minutes into the movie, I was like, is this told from the German perspective? Yeah. And it is. <laughs> yeah, the end's real <laughs> effed up. Well, it does a good job of, you know, showing that war is just terrible. Yeah. War is just awful. Yeah, it's just not a good thing. You know, nobody wants to do that. Um, no, the end where they make them, like, charge, even though the... Yeah, that was... I don't know if that's true or not. I'm sure stuff like that happens. The, uh, the, negoti the negotiations of the ending of it was true. How that happened. What? How they played it out. Oh, 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 we had, oh. We had the trains. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, I knew that was a fairly accurate book. Um, you can backpack in Theodore Roosevelt National Park with the bison. See, eh, this is what I'm talking about. No, no I'd like to do that. No, uh, not with the bison. Those, they scare me. No, I'd like to do that. Very flat. That's what I'm talking about. Somewhere on, like, the Great Plains where it's just, like, it's nice, pretty, like tall grasslands, like buffalo are roaming. That, that's not how it is. It's and like it's flat. Sage. It's like sage, desert sage. It's like really thick and rickety. There's got to be trails. 
Northville. I like all the flat trail recommendations that are coming on. I think if we started a we website start, we start a that channel. was specifically like easybackpacking.com where it's like, <laughs> let's just, I'm going to, I'm going to give you the easiest backpacking <laughs> trips. I think you'd get a lot of people interested in that. We've got a local one in Metro Park. Like no, but I mean like something like Picture Rocks where like it it's literally 40. It's like over the course of 40 miles, you do like 500 feet of climbing. Not even that. It's like ridiculous. Um, yeah, Florida's got bugs too. But so does Picture Rocks. Putting Bay is flat. That is, <laughs> it is true. That is true. Ice Age Trail's really flat. Yeah. Wasn't it flat? Jacob Patrick Zaleski's flat. Zaleski no. is not flat at all. You know what's crazy about Zaleski? I had days in Zaleski. I've had days in Zaleski where I have backpacked more elevation than a literally a hard day in Colorado. Mm. You know? And then if you go to Shawnee State Forest, the most the most elevation I've done in a single day is in is there, not in Colorado. And I've done we've done Colorado days where we're doing multiple passes. Like we're, we've done two, 3000 feet days in Colorado, but we had a 3000 plus foot day in Southern Ohio. <laughs> it sucks. Also included in our easybackpacking.com, It's going to be all hikes have to be below 1000 feet sea level. <laughs> so there's no elevation. <laughs> easyhikes.com. Yeah. Easyhikes.com. Every day is below 500 feet of climbing. Mm-hmm. And the altitude is below, we'll say 4,000 feet. Yeah. And the easyhiking.com, sponsored by the Shill Brothers. And we'll submit your easy hikes. <laughs> and we're going to topo map check them. And if you have elevation, it's not an easy hike. We should have a, uh, we should have a, uh, like a special. Like, and we run marathons. We're fit. We should have. It like, doesn't mean I want to do 3,000 feet of climbing every day for four straight days. They should have a special like section of uh, Art of the Trek where it's, it's like Show Brothers recommends slacking backpacking. Yeah, it's like you cannot, it's, it's physically impossible to do more than eight miles a day. Yeah. <laughs> like the way it's set up, it's like it's flat. You can't do more than eight to 10 miles max. Yeah. You, you leave camp at like 1 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> you get to camp at 3. <laughs> yeah. You, you can, only, you can only do four hours of hiking. <laughs> max. Maximum, actually, four hours of hiking is not a small amount of hiking every yeah. day. Um, all right, all right. Let me get the final bangle score before we. Uh, I love how, by the way, when you when you open these gambling apps, you get the. If you have a problem, call one eight hundred gambler. That, that's a law. They should have that. I totally think oh, that's I'm fair. Sure, I'm sure that that works. Ten zero. All right, we're gonna hit that over, baby. The over's forty points, and they scored ten points in the first quarter. So we're right on track. Hey, Joe Burrow's already thrown 105 passing yards. Congrats. We're going to hit that one. What are you going to do with your wealth? I mean, I might win. If all my if I win all my bets today, I will win like 50 or $60. Wow. I know. Balling. You can pay for a quarter of your groceries. You know, I've been grocery shopping in person lately. Yeah. And... I am finally now being like, you know what? Stuff is a lot more expensive. You didn't really It was different when we were doing it online. It was like buy more stuff. But when I physically go to the grocery store and I go and grab the thing and I look at the price and I know what the price was in 2019, like eggs. Well, so Eggs appear to have doubled in cost. Yeah. And so apparently like one of the large egg companies or what do you call them? Egg farms burned. So, so then demand goes way up. So then everybody... Well, supply goes down. Supply goes down. Yeah, sorry. If demand down. stays the same, yeah, yeah. Yeah, supply goes down, demand stays the same. So then everybody just jacks their prices up. I know, it's capitalism. Yeah, I know. But like... Yeah, this it's is like a, $6.99 for like a dozen eggs. No. That's like good. Those are, you're buying like nice eggs. I, I like, buy I like the good, cheapest eggs. I like good eggs. I'm like literally give me like the grungiest styrofoam box looking yeah. thing. Like you used to be able to get a dozen eggs for a dollar, yeah, or less than. Yeah, and you're right; it's like four or five bucks for the nice ones. I don't buy those, but it's like two or three bucks for the the middle pack ones, and like milk too. Yeah, milk's like what four, four or five bucks, and it's like, what's going on here? 
then this is then I'm like, okay, the corporations are just gutting us. Yeah. It's a little bit. I mean, because part, part of it is record, record profits on Wall Street, by the way. Yeah. Part of it is just everybody's jacking up their prices. It is starting to come. It is starting to level off slash come down a little bit. No, it's not. It's not coming down. It's the increase, the, is, the increase. is, is, is flattening. Correct. Um, but you know, as my random thought, I was like, you know, I'm back to grocery shopping in person. Cause we're pandemic's over. <laughs> It's not. We're about to go right back into one of these ways. So I've been grocery shopping in person. And I was like, man, stuff really is more expensive. Yeah. You've been hearing about it for years. But now it's like, oh, like I'm paying like my grocery bill is like 20, 30% higher. Yeah. So is ours. Yeah. And like, well, sucks. Why don't you buy the cheapest beer then? That's a good point. That's because I don't drink that much, regardless of what it might seem like on this podcast. Andy and I really do not drink that much <laughs> anymore. Yeah, actually, uh, in fact, this is the first this, drink I've had. And I drink um, typically one or two. I have two days drinks. a week. I yeah, have, I have like two to two drinks a week. I would say yeah, two to these weeks, two to four drinks a week. Mainly drinking on this podcast, honestly. Um, anyway, all right, okay. Happy wildcard weekend podcast. That's a play on the NFL wildcard. If you didn't pick that up, we'll be back. I think we'll be back next weekend. We're going to have some guests coming up. I got a good guest Yeah, coming up. I just, I'm trying to figure out the be- best. You remember the one I was talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're publishing a scientific article on a through hiker. We did a bunch of pre and post through hike, like physiological measurements and it's getting p- published as a case report. I'm going to have the, the head scientist that did that on this podcast. I'm just trying to figure out when. I can't decide if I need to wait till it's published to have them on. Maybe not. Anyway, we got some good guests coming up. Happy 2023. Get out there. Go do some winter backpacking. Do what you got to do. Go Bengals. Anything else? Anything else there? Buy some new gear. Yeah. What are you buying this year? Uh, that's a good question. Let's end on that. What are you buying? I don't know yet. I don't know yet. I'm uh, it's, it'll probably. I I don't know. Like okay, let's, let's say money wasn't an option. What new piece of gear would you want? Um, I'd like to have a uh, like you have like a a down mummy bag. What? Mm-hmm. You a sleeping bag? Yeah. Why? Because I've been sleeping on the ground a lot. Okay, so it's that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but I not. Would, I wouldn't use it in my hammock. In the winter, would you? I thought about it in my hammock. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Well, you can always borrow the Sidewinder. <laughs> All right, everybody. Happy twenty twenty three. We'll be back soon. Enjoy yourself. Stay safe. Who day? Bye bye. Bye.